Want to bring the A7FL to your town? Well, you're in luck. Between now and October 1st, we are still taking applications to buy a division in the American Sevens Football League. Join Columbus for our 2023 season now. For more information on it, go to a7fl.com slash owners. That's a7fl.com slash owners. Get your piece of the future of football and bring us to your town. Hello, and thank you for joining us along a monumental journey for this podcast as we have officially taken this show live in studio. This is the 38th episode of the podcast that is full of shenanigans and laughter, and we'll talk everything A7FL Nevada. This is the self-proclaimed second best podcast of the A7FL. This is the other side of the ball. As always, I'm the host and tour guide along this journey. KC Cox, and alongside me as we move around the table, it's Double A, Anthony Alvarez. Greetings and salutations, my friend. Scott, the Viking McCorkle. Gang, gang, what's happening? And Chris Vera, the division manager, how are you? What's up, y'all? So, gentlemen, man, how are we feeling? Playoff week one in the books. I'm happy, man. We got to see some hitting this weekend. Oh, boy, did we. Across the board, we got to see some hitting. We Every actually, team. We actually got to do a full 60-minute game. When was the last Under time the we lights? got to do that? Under the lights. I don't even remember. Right. Right? It's, it's, been at least, it's probably it's been at been least three or four weeks since I we've know. actually had a full full More game, at least under the lights. More than that, because we've been off for, we were off we for were a off week. We were off for two so, weeks. Yeah, for yeah, a week. So, so I think so. It's, it's been a good month. But at least. At it least. did not disappoint. Not at all. It did not. That game was thrilling. <laughs> that, every Every single snap counted in that game. That was... That was crazy. I'm still a little uh a little torn about the uh about that that three on one being called back. Because because <laughs> of the celebration, I get it that there, some of the players like came onto the field. I understand that. But it was part of the celebration. Like he was gone. Nobody but- was catching him. It didn't affect the play. I understand, but still, like that one call, oh. the composure to stay on the field right there, like I don't know that. But that the gr- but, but but the ground rule states you can't come on the field to play when a play is going on. Oh, I, and no, I understand your point. I you're talking it. about that force. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. called back. That whole that whole thing. Like even the ref, the ref came up anyway. into the booth. Will came up into the booth afterwards, and he was like, "That was that was what it was. It was." Illegal participation because he turned around and started backpedaling into the end zone. So his team automatically thought he was in the end zone. He wasn't. He was at the seven yard line. Oh, the good old Deshaun. So Jackson they came rule. in. They came came off the on, off the Great. sideline onto the field a little too soon, and it ended up costing them points. Which at the end of the day, if you look back on it, kind of ended up costing them the game. Well, not necessarily because on they that still scored, on that same but, pos- on that same possession they. Got in the end zone anyway on, on a fourth down on a tough run by Rock, but the final score was a two point loss. So right. Yeah. Give or take. If that touchdown would have stayed on the either one, who knows wait, what could happen? Can, can you say that one more time? What was the difference in the score? Two points. Two points. Now, how many times have you heard me say, uh, right here on ear, how much those conversions are going to cost teams in the playoffs? Man. How many times have I said that? More and we once. saw it because it literally came down to that conversion First, yeah. in the end yeah. that cost them. They didn't get the two point conversion because of a drop pass in the end zone. That was now. I'm gonna. I'm also gonna call myself on that because I called that game a 21 point deficit. Well, we all you. called that one. Well, we all was gonna be a 20 points point victory, but you know, at the end of the day, we all agreed that Sick would win the game. But I mean, it really was a tale of two halves because I mean, if you look at the first half. It was all force. It was. They were up nineteen to six. 
imposing oh. their will, doing anything they want to do. It just seemed like sick was out of sync. <clears throat> and you just thought, whoa. But as always, the detriment, when you allow a team to score 21 unanswered, it's hard to beat them. I will well, say that. I will agree with well, that. But you asked this question, and there was a key drive towards the end of the half. And yes, it, was. it was 19 6. Yep. And sick held on fourth down. And you said, why they didn't do the three on one? And then you asked directly after that if six scores, does the momentum change? I said, if they score in this possession, yes, it does. They scored. And the game was six. over pretty much. Yeah. And in the second half, sick outscored them 14 to six. Yeah. Well, like I said, I will uh, go ahead and look at the receipts on that. I was wrong. Oh, yeah. Oh, the 21 points that well, I, I called. Said, well, I, said, I said 28 or 30, so I was, I was way wrong. The thing about it is that everybody's got to think, and I know that uh, – talked to Troy, and he was like, the guys are pretty upset. I said, well, good. That means they're yeah. going to play harder. Right. Did anybody stop and think for a minute that I might have done that on purpose? Yeah. You know? Yeah. There's some, there's some things. I mean – don't get to this age without knowing a little bit you know but also at the same time it just seemed like in the second half it just seems like the force offensive play con was a little bit different lethargic for lack of a better term you know i was thinking the same thing because sitting off to the sidelines and watching the game um looking at it through a different lens during that second half scratching my head a little bit too because i'm like why did they why did they make the changes they did? They were kind of moving the ball, keeping the tempo, and then all of a sudden that tempo was gone. Yeah, they can. They definitely controlled the pace for the entire first half until the they stopped them on, until six stopped them on fourth down and six found the end zone before the half. But then after that, just everything just changed, and you're like, "What's going on?" Yeah, are, are I, we not giving enough credit to? To, to, to Mark Gray and the defensive oh. players oh, no, no, to, no. to solve the problem. They, they did fantastic halftime adjustments, no question. Yeah, no, like, and we, the we team brought as a it up a lot. They, they definitely made a lot of adjustments, but that has to, uh, an adjustment like that has to come from coaching down. Oh, yeah. That big of an adjustment? Oh. Because they, they couldn't stop a, a bloody nose in the first half. And they have the personnel to do it. They couldn't it was, beat their way out of a and, wet paper sack. And I, I guarantee you, all of them went back and looked on the film, especially that D-line, and they watched like their splits. They looked at how they were approaching their assignments and how they chose to engage. And I, oh. I mean, at least I hope they did this. But it, and it, 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 changed, it changed in the second half. But I would hope that they would see like how you know the force came at them because honestly... If we look at game film from back east, if we're looking at this for just, like from a Nevada standpoint, right? Right. The force ran a fairly east coast type offense. Oh, very much so. So, and they and, and y'all, people be upset with me if they they don't have the athletes in all the positions that the Watchmen have, that BIC have. Right. You know what I mean? Like so, like there's there's certain aspects that even though they they came out of that that game with a win there's certain things they got to look at like okay well we got to fix this now oh absolutely you know what i mean because if they get if they get to the point where they're representing vegas and nevada in in this championship they're gonna need to be able to stop that run from game like you can't spot those back east teams 19 points Mm -hmm. no or a 19 to 6 lead you can't do that no like, not, especially with, yeah. like, the Watchmen, oh, I boy. dare somebody to give 
the Washington that lead. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, because their yeah. defense flies around so crazy, and we have to pay attention to these things. I've started looking at things like as I get healthier, I'm looking at things, these things for like these games from a different standpoint. From like it was an entertainment and like from an production. analytical standpoint. Yeah, from an analytical standpoint, and like to where I could kind of just talk my shit. You know what I mean? But now looking at it as a, as a ball player, like getting ready to play next season, there's there's things we need to address out here. And if nobody's willing to do that, if if there's not a team or or a line or, you know, a coach willing to sit down and really do the homework and unbiasedly look at their athletes versus our athletes stylistically, what's going to be the best? Because you don't have to be the best athlete in the interaction. You have to be better prepared. And, do and we job. have to do that. We have to do our homework. We have to do our job. We have to train properly. We have to make sure we're hydrated. All, all of these things are going to matter. All of those things mattered in that four sick with it game. I will we, say watching and, and from the sideline. It side was line. a beautiful game to watch. Huge oh. shout out to both sides. Yeah. Good. Oh, God, that was beautiful. Game. Fantastic game. But, I'll but tell you. Before the game, I had people ask me, like, how do you really think this game is going to turn out? And I said, well, I said it on the podcast. It's going to be 30.6. I said, but here's here's where the chance for the force comes. Do they start Fox or do they start Rock? And they start. And if Fox. they start Fox, I believe they have the better shot because I believe that will get the team out of the gate faster, quicker, with more momentum. And it did. Well, and and it, it did. It worked. It, it worked for thirty minutes. The one thing that I saw different in the force was their running ability that I had questioned in the past. Man. But I mean. That B gap run they ran was I mean they were trying to run it down their throats uh, but, until they started to make that adjustment. And it, but it's a small adjustment, and that's it the is. Adjust, that's really the adjustment I was talking about. You can't leave your splits too wide. No, like uh, we talk <clears throat> about we talk about how DNs have to play that perfect like that perfect angle where they're still close enough to be able to shut down that run and not and be able to close that gap and not over and not be burnt outside. You know what I mean? So it's a it's a collapse and scrape, and they just weren't like they weren't doing it. And the split was too wide to one side, and the way they were running their offense, they would just key off of what side the nose tackle was lining up off off of, and they go on opposite side B gap, and it's a, a a wide open gap. Yep. And then they had then what they were doing is they have one lead blocker and a lineman on one linebacker, and now they have. Their huge running back coming downhill and truck sticking some of the better tacklers in the league. Right. You know what I mean? And, uh, and it wasn't just Deion Southern came back cracking. Oh, but and I was going to say, it wasn't, it wasn't just one running back were, either. They it were wasn't eating it on that first half. It wasn't just Voodoo. It was Voodoo. It was Walters. It, it was Rogers. It was, I mean, you put them back there run. in the backfield, they all came to run the ball that day. Mm-hmm. And they were picking their poison, boy, let me tell you. Sitting off to the sideline watching that. It was... And Sig didn't have an answer for any of them. No, at the beginning it it was weird, too, because I'm watching the play develop, and I'm watching the uh, defensive end, like you were saying, just not getting there in time. And so it was, yeah, he was was basically all the uh, offensive lineman was doing was turning his back to the play, and the the defensive lineman couldn't do anything. So they weren't running. They were, it looked like they were running the edge. And you know you would see what would be normally just a sweet play around that around that corner, and they'd just cut it inside. Yep, cut it up inside off tackle. And it's like, okay, well, I mean that's an, a pretty easy play. You should be able to to shut that down. Yeah, but, but what they would, and then they would they would make the adjustment to the other side. Yes, and then they would just run right. the the counter the other way. You got it. And it's it, 
I don't know who was making those play calls, but man, I was going to say in the first half. In that first really, half, did it? I mean, it didn't seem like to me. I don't remember that the force really ran a legitimate pass play. Not they might have ran some play actions, not necessarily, but no. it was always like an RPO style yeah. action. It wasn't, and it was always a handoff. I don't believe they ran a pass much, maybe once or twice, but not a whole lot in that first half. And then no. it, it stopped working. And then. It seemed, I was going to say, and then it seemed like in the second half they came out with a little bit different of a game plan, like they were going to try to open the pass up a little more, and that's where you started seeing Sick start to take advantage of some things with the backfield of the defense. Now, obviously there was a questionable call in that game that me and Scott just for verbatim were just picking our brains like, why is that a flag? Or, you know, why didn't throw the flag? The collision play. I think it was pass interference. The PI, oh, the PI yeah. call, yeah. yeah. Chris, from what, from your standpoint of what you saw on the field, no. Curtis would Jones you, would you and the who flag? Dion. Dion, and it was uh, yeah, it was Curtis. <laughs> Curtis <laughs> Jones. And These guys were starting to talk, so I didn't no, hear completely no, no, what you said. No, my question was from your vantage point on the field when you saw that play. What did you see, and would you have thrown the flag? Because right after the game, Will Franklin came up to the booth and asked what me and Scott thought, and I said it was a bang bang play, and I don't think a flag should have been thrown. From your vantage point, what did you see? I think because it was a bang-bang play that it could have been easily gone as no flag. Um, but it was very hard for me sitting on the sidelines not watching a replay to say it didn't deserve a flag. So from my standpoint, it was like, okay, as you sat there and looked at it, if I'm a referee, do I get a few seconds to sit there and replay that in my mind and say, you know what, the defensive player went for the ball and realized he's going to make a collision and try to protect himself. Okay. Is that what he did? So, yeah, like I said, I, it didn't hurt my feelings that there was a flag on the play. Would I have thrown it? Probably. So from your, from your, okay, let me ask you this from your view. Yeah. Did the receiver look defenseless? Um, first off the ball was what I would consider uncatchable. Uh, over, it was okay. overthrown. It was, it was overthrown. It was high, yes. And I think that um the defender made his mind up that he was going to go after the player not the ball. But at the same time was like, "Oh, it's an overthrow. I might be able to pick this." And I he looked at the pass, but I think he at the last second realized it's going to be a collision. I better protect myself. So Again, if if I'm the ref, I, I probably, depending on my vantage point, I probably would have thrown the flag, to be honest. Um, mm -hmm. If when I look back at it and I can have this time to think about it, I probably wouldn't have thrown the flag. So, you know, let's face it. Refs are human, too. You know, we you see things from different angles, and he's got a backside view as he threw that, that penalty flag. So, yeah, backside view, that probably looked crazy. It did. It did. It did. And the thing about it is, from my vantage point, now keep in mind, the referee that threw the flag was on the other side of the field from me. Uh -huh. The play was coming towards me. Huh. So I was able to see a little bit more of that play. But I also think it's one of those plays, too, where you can throw the penalty flag, and, and then, then the referees can, yeah. Yeah, referees can get together, talk about what they off. saw, and then say, no, that was no good. So while I, I commend Will for coming up and talking to you guys and asking you, right. hey, what'd you see? My question for that is, why didn't he do that on the field? Why didn't he have those conversations with the referees, uh, him and, because I think he was in the secondary. Don't, don't quote me on this. I think he was in the secondary, so. and you had another guy in the secondary as well. So have that conversation. Hey, what would right. you see? What would you see? Is this something that we should, we should uh, pick up the flag, or is this going to stand? Mm. And there you go. Now, now, whatever decision is made there, they've talked it over. 
talked about what they saw, and either it stands or it's gone. I don't know, because when Will came up in the booth and I told him, I said, it looked like to me that they both kind of made the turn for the ball at the same time, realizing it was going to be overthrown and there was going to be a collision, so they went to protect themselves. He said, dude, when he threw that flag, I hated it from the minute he threw it. I did not want him to throw that flag at all. I hated it. He did say that. Well, <laughs> Cause, go yeah. have that conversation on the field. I mean, yeah, it really, that type of a bang-bang play, and I hate you know going back to the archives, but it just kind of reminds you of the old Immaculate Reception where you know Jack Tatum just obliterates Richard Fuqua, and of course, we know what happened after that play. Yep. But that on the common grounds, that's what it looked like from the booth standpoint. Well, and you know when we see these plays, these type of plays that happen, how many times have you heard, you know, from the NFL down that, you know, go ahead and, and throw the flag. We can always pick it up and, wa- and wave it off. So if that's the case, then, you know, let's, let's make that call and wave off that play. That right, would have been have, a good way to do it. I have to address this. just because, And it's, it's kind of out the blue. But just, just uh, like going through, like, the comments, uh, I'm getting, <laughs> I am getting torched right now. Uh, pretty much. Like, what's coming through in the comments is it wasn't necessarily like what I said. It, it's more of what you guys were leaning to. It wasn't sick making the changes on defense, even though I saw them making some changes on the D-line specifically. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that was individually or not, but the play calling did definitely change. And from in the, um, like, they just essentially sick out, out coach the force is what we're coming down to um, at that point. Uh, from the, and this is all coming from the comments, and that uh, essentially, like the fact that Fox didn't have the experience to call those same option, like those RPO plays, right? Like down the stretch, like maybe he got a little frazzled or whatever just happened. That's kind of how that game was going. Like, so that's the general consensus of what's going on in in the comments. I, I don't know. I I kind of saw you know sick making the coaching um, adjustments. You know what I mean? Like down the stretch, uh, whether they were individually or um, as like a, a D line or a defense as a whole, um, they they definitely still had some of those huge gaps later down the road, and and we we called them as we saw them, you know, from the box. But you know, I, I feel like they made some changes. It's just they gotta they gotta work on some things heading in, uh, looking forward into the playoffs. Well, you know, I don't think you make a bad call with what you're saying. Um, I think that everybody has an opinion as to what went on. Everybody sees the games a little bit different. I mean, let's face it, if it wasn't for announcers, would we all see the same things, right? So we all have opinions. Um, And when it comes to football and what goes on on the field, opinions matter because we're watching. You know, you got all eyes. So, Scotty, I don't think that um, your opinion is a bad one. I think that you're you're right on. I just think that general consensus is that y'all are right, though. General consensus is, is, you know, whatever it is exactly (laughs) i mean we we sit here and we do this podcast and we put out our thoughts yeah on what's going on is like positively for sick is saying if you don't make these adjustments you're in first every game is going to be long like that every team that you're facing coming up runs the ball and runs the ball really fucking well so it's true like it, no matter what route you, you are coming across, you have to be able to stop that run. And if you can't run, stop and, a B-gap run, and next week, what are you go, what you can't do anything the rest of the playoffs. Like you're, you're going to end up getting you're, you're going to end up getting fees and Dion hurt because they're little guys coming in and trying to hit these guys like now you guys got 
L.A. coming in. Mallard's a big say, boy, and he next runs. Next week it don't get easier because you got the Aces, Mallard, and they're known for their we, gap now, runs, look, too. They don't have the team. No. They don't have the team to compete with Sick. No. But Mallard could wear you down, and it doesn't matter. They're not going to win. Aces aren't going to come in here and win. No. But what happens if... Dion dislocates his shoulder or Think pops a collarbone. You know what I mean? Like, right. God forbid, I'm not putting this on nobody, but what if this happens because you're letting a running back get all the way to the third level? Like, right. you got to yeah. find a way to stop this at the at the first level of, of at defense. At the line, yeah, or at yeah, least you, second no, level, not, not you, even. You, your D-line is too good to not win that battle in the trenches right. the way you have to. It's not all about getting past the O-lineman. That's not the point of the no. D-line. No. Your point, you're, you're not so your sole goal as a D lineman is not even pressure every play. Sometimes you got to lock up a gap. Right. It's not about the glory on D line. If you're, if you want glory, get the fuck off the line, go play linebacker or some shit, get the fuck off the line. <laughs> That's not what you need to be doing. This, this is a, this is about the team winning. You can't, you can't play D line without wanting the team to win. You don't, you can't want stats and, and play this position. No. Cause you're going to end up, you're going to, you're just going to end up being sorry because you're going to miss your gap and you're going to get blown the fuck up. The reason this, why the great teams are so great is because they're selfless, not selfish. It's exactly. coming from a defensive lineman, so it should tell you something. Exactly. You know? That's defensive lineman insight. <clears throat> right. But speaking, of that, but speaking of the L.A. subject, though, but can we talk about the showing that both our teams did in L.A.? Now, if you oh, man. Now, if you would have told me that it was going to be a 1-1 split, I think most of us would have taken that because most of us did agree that over the top could go there and win, which they did. They put up a 50 burger, 58 exactly on the uh, vibe. Right. But the showing by the Hunters. They fought. And only to lose by eight to supposedly L.A.'s best team in that division. Well, you know, there's something to be said about the Hunters. And I said it a couple times on this show, too. The first team that I thought had the most heart was OTT. Period. Right? They play with it. They show it every single weekend. No arguments for me. And the team that I thought that had the second biggest heart was the Hunters. I mean, there's team, there's games, there's no way they should have even scored points in this year, and they did. So, to me, that's also showing heart. The fact they played a the game with six people. Exactly. So, I mean, now we're talking about what they did against the Aces. I mean, look, I've been reading in the chats, and I had no idea the Aces were talking so much shit. Had no idea. <laughs> And then I'm reading all these guys, you know, telling the aces, yeah, we can't wait till you bring your butts to Vegas. You got, you got uh, sick first, and that's what you wanted, and you said you're going to blow them out. Let's see how it goes. Um, mm-hmm. Look, man. If you show up and you play against sick the way you played against the Hunters, oh, you can get your day is going to be long Unless sick does what they should do, and then at that point, if you play like you played against the hunters, you're gonna there's, get mercy ruled. There's no scare of it. It'll be an winning. early day. And I I'll also I do want to address that. Like we did have a, a response from Mark Gray, who is the coach, and I want to address it. We've been because we've been addressing the rest of it. He really, it, from what he's saying, is they didn't scare them. Like they were, they really wanted to just absorb the best blow. Like it, just kind of tiring them out. Let them go. Let them go. Let them go. Let's keep this close. And then they made the adjustments, turned it around, boom. Then they pulled it out at the last second, which is kind of exactly what happened. They let them, they let them keep running, 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 running. And then all of a sudden, the force were tired. Sick turns on, puts it in the next gear. And now they, they take the lead again. You know, it's, if, that, if that was actually like how he planned it and pulled it off, 
That's fucking sexy. Like, I can't even lie. Because to pull it off, like, that late with that few points and, like, to, to, to just know, like, oh, yeah, no, this is how we're going to do that. We're just kind of going to take their best shot, and then we're going we're gonna to turn around, and we're going to just, we're, we're going to win anyway. Right. That's, that's pretty gangster. Yeah. Well, that's, so that's the mentality play. that they have over there, though. That's, I mean, you don't expect any less, I don't think, when it comes to, to Mark and that whole team. That's the way they've kind of, it's been that way for them all season. You know, there's something else, too, that I, I, I think I'm going to bring up, and that is the fact that I love the fact that I hear one shout of my sidelines love the shots that, that I take. Oh, you, you're all over so-and-so. You like, you're all over the nuts. You like this team. You like that team. Makes me giggle every <laughs> time. Makes me giggle. Because it's like if I pick one team over another team, oh, I'm all, I like them better, right. right? Forget the fact that, oh, by the way, yeah, they beat you guys. Right? Yeah. We're going to pass that up. But we're going to take, oh, well, Chris, you you are all over. Come on, man. Get real. I talk about every team on this podcast. It doesn't matter who they are. I give everybody their flowers when they deserve it. Yeah. If you don't deserve it, guess what? You ain't getting it. I was gonna say, That's we, the way it goes. We give them the flowers when they deserve it, and we exactly. drive them when they don't. So Exactly. So, you know, I'm not on any one team. My thought from the beginning of this I just want the best team that represents Vegas to be in the play to travel because I got sick and tired of hearing, oh, we've already seen your best. No, you haven't. No, you haven't. You haven't seen shit. When they said the force was the best that we had, yeah. they, 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 they failed to bring, keep failed to bring up the main point that that was a best of three teams, not a best of eight. But they still won. <laughs> like, here's the, here's yeah. the thing. Like, and we that, that us, is, like, though. And, and then back to me going from analyst back to now to being a ball player. They still fucking won. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, they went out there and we won. have to go out. We, that's why we got to go out there. Yeah. Because when we went out there, oh, we I got agree. waxed. Like, we won one game against a, a subpar team. The number six team last year, same number six team this year Look, in the Snow Tribe. I mean, subpar. Yeah, subpar. Yeah. But when they played BIC, they got waxed. Yeah, they did. Okay. But they had some good players. And they, now, but we had, the thing is, is the teams we're sending back. Have the experience of being out there. Right. Well, Force was Vegas's best at that time. Exactly. <laughs> but that times have changed have had, in Vegas. Times have changed, and, and the thing about at the it athletes is that they have though, or that they had when they went out there, they had some of Vegas' best athletes. Yeah. Like even still in today's game, they're spread out on different teams, but they had, they had Curtis, they had Tone, they and, had, and was, they had RTC. I was just going to say, and the two but most decorated players team that Vegas had to offer. Right. The two most now decorated we players have over better here. Better teams. And now our better teams are in the playoffs. And that includes OTT. Yeah. OTT Insomniacs. is a savage team because of the heart and the way they stick together. That's what football is supposed to be about. They are it a is. family. They don't want... Look, after talking to them on the sidelines, they get heated about each other. They, they want a family. They don't care if they got to play with 11 players every week. They don't care. No. They, yeah. they want nothing but, but dogs, nothing but savages. And they're, they're going to wait until they find that diamond in the rough. Once a year, if they have to, it is. Give me in, your one hundred in four I'll years. Give you mine exactly. In four years, they're going to be a prop. Who's that? Ott. Ott is going to be four dude. seasons. Four seasons, not dude. years. Four seasons, dude. Ott. Because they're, they're only. They're I be guarantee you, they only pick up one or two a season. I would because agree. No, nah, because they're G G and Crown are going to want to. They're going to definitely want to hand pick what's coming in. If Crown stays. Like and with how athletic he is, and G Ert, and and if everybody stays, Earl and Yodi Mac, if they all stay, that core will only they will only take 
the best. And I, I look forward to seeing how they build up. Okay. All right. And, guys, we do have a guest now joining us via Skype. He is a player on the Insomniac squad. It is Mr. Munchie. How are you doing, Mr. Munchie? Nope. Give him just a minute. <laughs> Give him a minute. Bring it up. Give him a minute and bring it up. So, another so, so one other thing I, I do want to bring up, looking, at, looking into the playoffs, and that I don't want our Vegas teams to overlook. I've spoken with a couple of people that have been around the league for a little bit about it, especially Derek Duncan, and I want to express the flow of game that we see on the East Coast compared to what we see on the West Coast. Right. There's no question. There's no questioning anything. These guys know exactly what they're doing, where they're going with the ball. They know the play calls. They know the audibles. There's no, they're, they're not taking the time in between plays. It's a fast-paced game. It, it's, I feel like they get way more, they run at a higher RPM than we do right now. And I'm not sure if that's a product of our scheduling or a product of how we play football, but we need to address that like as, as players looking towards like the future and playing with that East Coast style. They know the game too much. They're experienced. They know when to slow down the pace of the game. They know when to speed it up. They know when they can tack it on. Right. And I think now we do actually have Munchie. How are you doing, Munchie? I want to address that in a minute. I'm good, man. How y'all doing? The doing ever, good, good, good. The ever so versatile one. Throwing so, passes, catching passes, oh, making, blocking, making one-handed grabs with toe drag swag. Bro, that catch was crazy. Listen, I just do what I'm needed to do. That's it. There hey, you are. Ultimate team player. I dig it. So while we have you here, Munchie, I want to ask you in particular, how do you feel? I mean, I know you guys walked away with the blowout win, 71 to nothing, but how do you feel that your team, the Insomniacs, played um, last Sunday? Uh, honestly, uh, I wish we could have got a chance to work on more. Um, you know, teams are... Uh, you're enough for the playoffs, and, you know, our whole thing is we want to be our best going into these next couple of games. Um, so, you know, to only be able to run eight offensive plays is kind of unfortunate for us. Um, you know, I think we, we did stats last week, and our defense had more touchdowns than our offense. So, um, yes, they did. It, it makes it a little hard. But, uh, you know, I think we, we just we want the reps because, you know, we, we know that with reps we get better, and, you know, that's really how we're going to, Tell them to start uh, running out of bounds when they make them the picks. <laughs> <laughs> right. Munchie, we'll I, wanted to, back. I wanted to ask you how you feel about, uh, I know you guys are film junkies, uh, and you guys spent, you guys are all pretty much the core of the Insomniacs team happens to be football coaches. So I know you guys look into film a lot. Um, so I, yeah. wanted, I wanted to know, have you guys addressed the pace of game that the East Coast top-tier teams like to play at? Like the the way that they speed up the game and slow down the game, have you guys paid any attention to that, or do you guys believe no, in your? We depth? don't care. Don't don't care at all. <laughs> care. You're gonna run no, your game and, and force them to play at your level. This, this this is the this is the the thing about you know just with us being who we are, and like you said, we have a bunch of coaches on our our staff, but the philosophy is always what it is, and everybody buys in, so it's you know really easy for us, but. The, the thing is that we're going to do what we do, and you got to stop it. Okay. I, I, I line up, and when I line up at H-back or at, you know, at that second pistol back sometimes, I literally tell my own line who to go block and where I'm going to block. And I don't care. 
Like we don't care. Y'all gotta, y'all gotta, you gotta stop us. Okay. So I, we could really care less about you know the pace that they play at or them saying they're fast and fit. We don't care. We're better. So just let me ask this from from this perspective. Just how fun was it for you being on the sideline and just watching your defense just dominate? Because it just seemed like every possession the Kryptonite had, your defense was forcing a turnover or making a house call. Just for me as a player, just how fun is it knowing that you have a defense that just can dominate anytime they want to, considering the fact that the last four games, you guys have literally pitched a shutout? In all honesty, I think um, for us especially, it's fun getting something like that because we keep getting told how defense in Vegas sucks and, you know, defense isn't this and defense isn't that and our defense isn't, you know, as good as we make it out to be. It's just that we're not playing against really good offenses. And I don't think it's true at all. I mean, look at OTT, you know, uh, a couple weeks ago we played OTT and, and we put up points and they didn't and they go out to LA and beat that, beat an LA team who's, you know, ranked higher than them essentially. So, for us, you know, it it's a just I'm glad that our defense got, you know, in the national spotlight a chance to show, yeah, we're really, you know, we're, we really are that and, and we're going to continue to be that. I'm glad you brought up uh, OTT because I wanted to go there next with you. With your next game being against OTT, what do you think your insomniac defense has to do to stop the likes of a Savion Cunningham from scoring on a three-on-one other than keeping the ball out of his hands, of course. Man, I mean, I mean, we all know around the league, Savion's dangerous. Uh, you know, he's, he's been probably the most dangerous return man in the league uh, from, you know, last fall to now. Uh, but for us, it's no different than when it was the first game. Um, you know, we, we, we put ourselves in positions to make great plays. We have great guys that run down on our three-on-ones. Um, we've given up one three-on-one touchdown all year, uh, and out to Cheetah. And, you know, we really pride ourselves on doing that. You know, Q's either going to get the ball out the back of the end zone or give us enough room to where we can, uh, you know, get down there. And then, and then when our guys are running down, our guys know how to defend it, what to do, you know, how to cut off a side and, and force him one way. And then we just make plays at that point. Well, I got a question, too, to back all this up. Every team – looks at themselves and says, okay, this is our weakness. What do you think the Insomniac's weakness is? We don't have one. I like that. I like it. We don't have, I, I don't, there's, there's, you know, when you get asked that question in a job interview, you go, oh, my weakness is this, and then you turn it into a strength. That's what you're always taught. And I'm going to be honest with you, we don't have a weakness. I'll say this. When We're going to line up and be better. The one place that I thought you guys did have a weakness was the return game on the three-on-ones, but you made that adjustment and you got Danye. probably yeah. two returners yeah. right now. We got Danye and we have Trey back. Exactly, and Trey Munch coming back Trey was huge. Munch returns too. Games, but we have Danye, we have Trey. Munch like, returns uh, too. I, I re- I return if I Look can. at that smile. In addition to making one-handed catches and dragging the feet on like, the back of the end zone also. I'm I'm telling y'all, y'all don't I don't I don't think y'all understand when I when I say I am always willing to do whatever my team needs. Honestly. You know, no, Corey Corey hypes me up as one of, you know, the, the best receivers in the league. And I haven't even really played receiver this year. My friend I've been at I've been at H back. You, you are know, the definition of a Swiss Army like knife. Locking. 
Well, I appreciate it. You know, that's why that's why my name in our group yeah. chat is Debo Munch. <laughs> hey, Munch, I do. To back up Chris's question, you said you didn't feel you had any weaknesses, but do you feel like there is still places where your team, the Insomniacs, needs to still make improvements to be able to Absolutely. make it out of the West? Absolutely. Well, I, I don't think we need to make improvements to make it out the West. I think we need to make improvements to be the best version of ourselves possible. We're going to make it out the West. That's, that's, that's not the question. The, the question isn't whether or not we're going to make it out the West. The question is whether or not we're going to be the best version of ourselves as a team. So, you know, it, it's, it's, it's everybody picks everybody. They got the chaos in Ohio. They have the best defense in the A7. And, oh, sick with it's this, sick with Yeah, we really don't care. And I'm going to just be honest with you. I, I've heard it from everybody. We've heard it from every, And we just take notes and we just laugh at it. And, you know, Chris, Chris got a little bit of it last week, you know, last hey, Ohio, whatever, you know. Ohio said um, your weakness is coming to the East Coast. Oh, here we go. Oh, Lord. Here we here go. We go. Yeah, we've never, we've never been to these. Shout out, so, shout out to G-Dust. So where do you think you need to shout make those to improvements to be the best versions of yourself? With, I don't mess with nothing Ohio, but shout out to I, G-Dust. It's not, it's, not really, it's not really making adjustments to be the best version of ourselves. It's just continuing to build on what it is that we've already laid the foundation on. You know, there's going to be there's going to be mistakes that happen and things that slip up and, you know, things of that nature in games and we just got to learn how to weather the storm and get back. The the one thing that I would say is the one time we've been hit with adversity this year, we responded. And that was our first game together. Correct. Uh, a lot of people not knowing where to go. A lot of people not knowing what to do specifically, you know, and, and it, it, it made it, you know, a little difficult. But for us, we really, you know, we, we don't care. Justin we says really you're don't. captain. Given the fact that you said <laughs> last game. Shout, shout out to only, Scooter. That you only ran. What up, Scooter? Given the fact that you said that you guys only ran eight offensive plays against the Kryptonite, what's the offensive game plan going into this one against OTT? What are you trying to execute offensively? Um, well, I mean, going in, going into going into the the next game, we like I said, we just want to build on what it is that that we already do. You know, we got some things that. We're going to put on film, you know, and, you know, see what they can do with it. And if not, then, hey, it is what it is. But for um, us, the, the, the important thing for us is really just honing in on what it is that we do and doing it well. You know, we line up and we, we've run 30 different formations and 80 different plays. And we can go back to our bread and butter at any time. And we're going to run power down your throats. And there's going to be nothing that you can do. Well, yeah, I mean, you we did it. Are, we've done it to everybody. You guys were backed it, it, up in your own team, and then RTC goes ninety-five to the house. So, I mean, oh, ninety-eight. But who's counting? Yeah, ninety-eight. Oh, 98 who's counting? Excuse me. Yeah. So. Uh, another question: um, How big is it getting Mr. Carter back to enhance the run game that you guys already have with RTC and yourself when oh, you are in the yeah. backfield? It's 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 huge because, in all honesty, I am I am the like I said, the H back guy. I'm going to get in there and do the dirty work and dig it out. And yeah, I'll make a nice catch here and there. But I love the dirty work. I love being in in the trenches and digging out backers and stuff like that. And it just opens up holes for those guys. And then you know we call everybody that gets in front of Tank speed bumps. So you know you get in front of him and you know it'll be it'll be it'll be rough. So for us, uh, you know, we just. We're really just going to, you know, continue to, to, to do what we do, and you know, we got RTC, we got even Tone who runs the ball. You know, we got we got everything. So we're gonna we're we're just gonna keep building on what it is that we're doing. All right, Munchie, I got one more question for you, really, um, and that is, if you had to pick one more person, if you had to pick one team out of the East that you want to see in Bullhead City, who is it that you guys want to play? 
I'm sorry, I couldn't I couldn't hear you, bro. I said yeah. if there's one team out of the East you want to see in Bullhead City that you guys want to play, who is that team and why? Honestly, I I can't call it. I would say BIC because they're the defending champs and I want to beat them. Um, I would say the U because, you know, we watched them beat BIC this year. I would say the Nightcrawlers because everybody's so hyped that DRC's there. And, you know, I feel like he, he dog food just like everybody else. Um, <laughs> oh, my. You know, there's 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 all of that, you know. Pow, and, pow. And in all honesty, we don't care. Like, when, when I say this, and I, I know y'all probably think I'm just talking because I'm just confident because – but 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 it's really our mindset. And it's really it's really how we feel. We don't. You're gonna beat anybody that steps in front of you. Anybody that lines up in front of us, it's an L. And and that's that's our mindset going forward. That's gonna be our mindset throughout these playoffs. That's gonna be our mindset once we get to Bullhead. That's gonna be our mindset after Bullhead going into fall. Once we already got the trophy, it is what it is. So do you play better angry? No, I don't get angry on the field. Damn it. All right. Okay. Okay. I'm just thinking of ways I can piss you take, off. That's all. Take take way too much for me to get angry on the field. Damn it. Well, I'll piss you off before you get on the field then. <laughs> hey man, I appreciate y'all having me. I gotta get back to my boys and No, thank up. you for joining us. No, appreciate thank you very it. much. Thank you. Thank you, Munchie. Right, Thanks, guys. Munch. And gentlemen, that was Munchie from the Insomniacs. I appreciate and, it. And with that said, um, I'm gonna turn kinda put a little pressure on you, Scott. We've What's been up, man? we've been we've been teasing it for a little bit. Um, are you gonna Are you gonna make an announcement here tonight on oh, what yeah, team you're gonna run with? Oh, I'm playing in with the AJ and Mac. I'm gonna go play with the Insomniacs. No, it's gonna be a sleepless day in Vegas. Yeah, no, I'm, gonna, go, I'm gonna just go ahead and go play with them. Like I, 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 Mac is Mac. Mac is such an influential person in my life and a lot of people's lives. Like he does a lot for the community, for the oh, football absolutely. community. Like he does a lot for a lot of people. Um, that's a brother to me. You know what I mean? So, like, I'm going to go play with him. And AJ's my favorite player in the A7 right now. So yeah. I'm going to go ahead and go play with them. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, I hope I can. we can call it. And I'm going to – no, I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say it. I don't want to jinx anybody. I'm not going to say it. I want to, but I'm not going to say it. I'm just going to let it go. Let oh, it go. Come on, Chris. No, nope. going to let it go. going to let it go. going to let it go. It, right, it popped so. in my mind, and just as quick as it popped in, I'm going to let it pop out. So no, nah, it's all good. Like and and no disrespect, like absolutely no disrespect to sick with it. Like, yeah, no, nah, like I I I get it. I honestly the the reason the reason behind it is uh and I I, I don't really give a fuck. I'm gonna put everybody's business out. Oh, here we go. <laughs> no, nah, like from what I hear, a bunch of people like you know what I mean? Like after this season, we'll, we never know what happens. I wanna play with specific guys that are like family to me, you know what I mean? Like J Dot, y'all you and y'all team is loaded and stacked and well coached. Y'all don't need y'all don't need no more peace. Like y'all have y'all rotations. Y'all have everything you want to do. You know what I mean? Like I feel like that team is more established and set. Sick. Whereas like yeah, sick with yeah. it. Like they have like I feel like that's already like they built their franchise already. Oh, you absolutely. know what I mean? And like it feels that way. The the way I feel about it is there's so many talented people on the Insomniacs. When and if they win this championship. Who knows who will go where? Well, we but got the new I'm team very, in the alliance I'm coming very in the dead fall. I'm so. playing with a, a, a certain, like with certain people, and <laughs> Mac was the first person that really like approached me. Like me and him were supposed to play together originally, right. and things just got you know miscommunicated between who he was playing with and who I was supposed to be playing with. But after the surgery and everything, and after th everything happened with Kryptonite, like I just kind of backed up and I looked at where 
I thought my talent would best be served. And it's not, it's not against anybody else. Really what it is, is I think, honestly, I think sick is more stacked at my position. And honestly, like, I'm not, I'm not trying to sit, like, I understand y'all will, y'all will take the, sit there and y'all say whatever the fuck you want about me. I'm not trying to sit on, I'm not trying to play six to eight plays a game. That's not what the fuck I'm trying to do. Like, that's just not, that's just not, I can't do it. So. Well, you made it perfectly clear because you've said this plenty times, you know, during the broadcast, you want to win. For you, oh, yeah, I want to win. For you, it's all about winning. You want that ring. You want that championship. So, so it's not even just mad. a matter of where you can be used the best. It's where you think you might actually have the best shot at going in. Are you sure you can make the team? Competition. Man, look, if I, if I don't, <laughs> man, it is what it is. You know what I mean? Like, Messing with you, man. Messing uh, with it, you. Yeah, and I'm not even saying that I'm back to where I was. Like, I'm back to where I was before my surgery, but I'm not to where I was, like, to where I feel like I can be. Like, people, you know what I mean? Like, it it's, time, all respect to, it's all respect to everybody, man. Like, it's, it's really, this is just what, it, in my gut, like, where I felt like would be a home to me. And I love the structure and, the ske- like, the schedule and everything that they have. The whole organization of Sick With It, it I love it. I love everything that they're doing. I just, you know what I mean? Like, they're so stacked, man. Like, it Can I just say, can I just put it in, sum it up for you real quick? It feels good to be wanted, right? It does. That's, that's what it's all about. It, and, you know, when I ran my teams, it was all about us being family. We used to go out drinking together. We used to go out and, you know, party. We'd, we'd hang out together, all that. Because guess what? You're going to play and show up for your family each and every weekend. So, and you're going to play your ass off. So... I respect that, man. You got to do what you got to do, and you got to do what you feel is best for you. So you'll never hear me down you. You know, let's say stick with it. Some, you know, wins the, the, the Nationals. Okay, you're going to play with the, the national team. Great. You know what? I'm behind you. Man, look, I'm rooting man, for I, you. Honestly, that was why, that was one of the reasons I didn't want to, I didn't want to, like, say where I wanted to play because people are going to be like, oh, you want to go to the best team, man. That's cool if you feel that way. You don't fucking know me. Yeah, no. You don't know me for shit because that's not how I roll. Like, I, I'm family over everything, and, and Mac is family to me. So if anybody got something to say on top of that, like, I got, I have really good friends that play for Sick With It. Oh. Amazing friends that I, I would do anything for and I know would do anything for me. But Mac, you know what I mean? Like, Mac's the type of person that has put food on the table for my family. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not, I'm not going to play against him for shit. Right. For nothing. There you go. No. You couldn't pay me to play against him. Let me and ask you. You know this. what? That's not a, that's actually not a bad thing because I wouldn't want to play against Mac either. No. Man, I'm like, just I, saying. Yeah. He is I'm just saying. I'm not exactly also, a small guy, but, but I'm man. also looking across at, at Seau and Quinn and uh, you know what I mean? Like it's not like I'm I'm picking an easy path. No. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's it is what so, it is. Um a question that came in from Derek Duncan. Now that the force have been eliminated, do we feel they were good that they regret? Not playing in the fall now that they've know. been eliminated in the playoffs? I don't know, but, I mean, it, it is a good question. But you got to look at it this way, too. Sick didn't play in the fall. Insomniacs didn't play in the fall. So, I mean, does it really impact a team to not play in the fall? And if you've got injuries, I mean, I don't know when fall season is going to start. So right. don't get me wrong there because you might have months off to uh, – to start getting everybody back healthy and and getting things ready to go, but Man, at the who same knows time, what's going to happen? But well, yeah, and and in the fall, 
you know, you have, to me, fall season is a perfect season if you want to work on stuff. If you've got right. things that, that you're not sure about or a team that you're not sure about, then that's a different story. But, I mean, let's be realistic. This game, this game ain't for people weak at heart. This game is not for guys that are wondering. Yeah. If you are afraid to be hit in this game, you will get hurt. I mean, that's what this game's all about. I mean, we're talking no pads whatsoever. So, I mean, we got to keep that in mind. So, go out there and play, but play reckless because reckless is going to keep you healthy. And, you know, we, we look, no pads, no problem. And, and it, looks like, it looks like the early signs from what I've seen anyway on Facebook is the force don't look to make any changes and play in this coming fall season either. They look to take this fall off because a lot of their players are going, look, we don't have a fall team, so where are we going to play in the fall? Who should we play with? So by early signs, it looks like they're going to stick on that same path of spring is it for them, and they're not even going to try to compete in the fall to try to get better. I, I kind of thought that maybe after seeing how this season played out and how slow they got off to that start, that maybe that might sway them a little bit to maybe want to participate in that fall just to get a little extra work. Because while they were working their own stuff in the gym, we saw that them working their own stuff in the gym wasn't evidently didn't make them the top because they struggled. Uh, I mean, it is what it is. The thing about it is uh, I, I agree a thousand percent with Scotty here when he talks about family. I mean, look, you you have a bunch of boys that are, are playing football together. Guess what? They could argue. They could fight on the sidelines. They could say what they want because at the end of the day, they know that they're going to put all that pressure back on the team that they're playing. And so to go play, I mean, look, Kenny Mack is a hell of a dude, and I would be behind him too. He and I have had a chance to talk off field. He's a stand-up dude, and, I mean, he's never going to do something wrong on purpose. Let's just put it that way. This guy is going to go out there and be a part of the community. He is going to do the things that need to be done, and I have a lot of respect for him. But I got a lot of respect for everybody who plays this game. This game isn't for, like I said, it's not for the weak of heart. You're going to be out there playing your ass off, and you could have anything happen to you at any given moment. The fact of the matter is we play for the love of the game. And I'll be honest, if I was 20 years younger, I'd be out there playing, but I'm not. So to watch you to watch the guys that play, I got a lot of respect for them. And when I say I got a love for all my Vegas teams, that's all I got for you. I got lots of love for you. And if you think that I like one team over another, something's wrong with you in the head because I don't. I like all our teams, and I stand with the whole thing of what Kenny started, and that is Vegas versus everyone. I was going to say it's the yeah. division over all the others. Yep. I almost, I almost kind of wish we did a draft league instead of anything else. Like I don't like picking teams. I don't like that shit. I don't like it at all. Like, this shit feels weird to me. Even sitting here saying it, I don't like this shit. But it's, like, it's a free agency thing. That's a very good idea. No, but I, and I understand everybody's points and everything like that. But as far as, like, as a player, I would like to focus on playing football and getting better. I don't want to worry about none of this. Right. I well, don't like the fact that I got friends I mean, on both both teams or, or multiple teams. I got family on multiple teams. I got to sit there. And, well, here's and an idea. I don't, I don't like Hold on, any Scott. Of that. Here's an idea. What about uh, fall season being a draft league? That wouldn't be. No, I mean, right. I, but, you know, here's, was, here's the problem. Here's the problem. Will the players agree to it? Well, here's where I was going to go with it. I, I mean, there's already been talks that we've got enough 
people that are interested in playing in this league, in this division, ourselves right here, that we could have, it could come to that eventually, though, that this is more of like a draft-style situation because there's so many people that want to play. Now they've got a pool they can go out and draft from, and it's no longer a matter of, you know, well, like you it can, eliminates can a lot you of pay things, or not to play? It's, I, and, but also at the same time, I understand wanting to pick who you play with. Like, I, I understand that. Like, especially as a quarterback, man, you don't want to go. We're, we're out here not getting paid money, like, like big money to come right. do this. So, right. like, you don't want to be a, a, a pocket quarterback and sit behind a trash line just well, because hold on. you got. Let me, let me spin that for you. Think about that for a second. If it's a draft league for the fall, right, you don't know where you're going to play. You right. don't know what team you're going to play on. Right. You, coaches pick. Their players. Correct. Right? Correct. From the draft. Yep. Correct. Everybody who's playing in the fall. Yep. You get carte blanche. You get to pick. We draw numbers, names, whatever. Doesn't matter. Drop it into a hat. Each team, and it's a snake draft, right? Just like you would in fantasy. Right. And you get to put together your team. So now it's not a matter of who has a shit team. Now it's a matter of who drafted well, right? Yeah. So and now we can take a look at you, you and we can take a look at that. And can you coach that team up? Exactly. So now you get to see what players and coaches are really made of because the other side of that is uh, game one. And this is just what I'm saying. I'm not, right. you know, I'm, like I'm throwing that. it out there. Game well, one. Let, let's, hold on. Game one. All rosters are locked. You're, you don't get to move. You're playing where you're playing. Period. Right. You don't get to move. You play who drafted you. And now we get to see what teams are really made out of. We get to see what coaches are made out of. We get to see all of it we should, because you could be on a, on a shit team. We should take up a poll on that. I, I, we should, I feel we should like pull, we're building. We should take a poll on that. Like, seriously. I no, feel like that's I'm where we're down, building like, to. No, like, it It helps a lot of things. Like, and granted, it, it would cause some problems. There's going to be some... There's going to be some glitches in the matrix. There's going to be some things that get messed up, and people are going to blame the league, and people are going to blame try and blame Derek and... Oh, nah, you can blame me. I got broad shoulders. I'm okay with that. Happens. Like, no, like it, it's going to happen. But I think this would be a step in the right direction for the entire league. You know what exactly. I mean? Because then, at the end of the day, it's the bigger picture. Um, but at, I still understand like wanting certain people wanting to be able to pick a team. But I'm not. I'm an athlete. I'm not a coach. I'm not a ref. I'm not that. I'm an athlete. I want to play ball. I want to hit somebody. Here, here, the, here's the, the biggest. The, all this other stuff is just extra to me. Right. Well, here's the biggest point to that. We're trying to be a, a, we're looking at ourselves and being broadcast as a professional league. No, we are. Professional I mean, leagues are draft leagues for the most part. If we, can't do, part, bets, if we so, can't do side bets, man, we are right. a professional league. Exactly. The sponsors and the money will come if the athletes show up. The money won't be here until the athletes show up. Well, so and you got all these freak athletes in the gym you next to and all that, man. Have them come out here because worst case scenario, like we can't get the sponsors without the athletes. Well, we got to put, put the tape out. We got to put the film out. Bring your own photographers. Pay the photographers that are out there for your individual That's why shots. we're having the combine. Get this stuff out there. Like we, we need to figure out, we need to do our part as players Two of them. And, Two combines, and as representatives yeah. of the league to try and spread the, spread the word on this. Like we can't rely on the management of the league to do that. If we want to get paid, we have to put in work. But hold we can't on. Expect to hold ju- on. Like, I, I just want to say something. We, we can't do bets, but you know what? But naked booty scoots. Oh, here uh, we go. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to call it now and I'm going to challenge it. <laughs> Kelly Hurst, if you're listening, personal bet, you and me. Aces win, I'll wear an Aces jersey. 
Sickwitted wins. Mm. You wearing a Sickwitted jersey. Hit me up and let me know. I called you earlier, so talk to me. I want to see if you're going to take me up on that bet. Well. Well, And with what Scott was saying, to go back to the, you know, the money don't come until the athletes are here. If we gear more towards a draft-style league, does that bring more of the athletes and less of that, for lack of a better term, gangster ball mentality that we've seen so often? I mean, if you're going to, hold on, hold on, if you're going to do that, you got to do it league wide. Well, that's what I'm saying. No, 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 that's what I was saying. But if you go, if you go, if you go, does it help that? Like, no, because we got like, uh, let's just say like, I mean, even though he's from Ohio and I'm going to just say Ohio people can't start in Vegas, but (laughs) I'm going to just go ahead and say that, but. Uh, he had like he plans on coming out here like Jordan G Dub. He he plans on coming out here to play in the fall brawl. So instead of him just hopping on to a random team, like if we like put him in the draft, set up a process and we set up a draft, we can bring in the Ashante Worthies. We can bring in the DRC from out of town. You know what I mean? Like, and we yeah. can run this fall brawl. And you know what I mean? They can get sponsored by somebody on their team or sponsor. You know what I mean? To where like they can like couch surf on like the different teams for whatever it is. You know what I mean? Like no, I, I would agree couch with surf you. to go play in Miami. Right. You know I what I mean? I would couch surf to go play a, a fall brawl out in Jersey. Right. The boys are hitting. I would love to play a season out now, there. That'd be great. Back to the whole DRC thing. Could this possibly knock down a barrier to where other retired NFL players come into this league. Oh, absolutely. And, and I mean, and I think it was already starting to happen. We're like already starting to. to get those those views and those eyes on this league when you look at Tomlin and Ben Roethlisberger. Like, these are big names in the NFL that are looking at us. Now we got DRC playing. Why look, doesn't man. it knock down that barrier? Look, let's let's be real. The NFL doesn't want players past a certain age at certain positions. Right? right, absolutely. It doesn't mean that these guys Still have lost. Play. Yeah, they. it doesn't mean they can't play, and it doesn't mean they've lost the, the want to, Yeah. right? So I applaud DRC for playing. Um, my only knock is, my only knock, I love the fact that he's playing. My only knock is that they were able to pick him up for playoffs. That's my only knock. Well, I think he did play a week three game, which is the only reason they were actually allowed to pick him up in the playoffs was because he was already on that roster and had already played one game. Well, look, and I got respect for Nightcrawlers, man. So, I believe, don't don't quote me on that, but I believe that was how that went. Okay, even if they did, I'm I'm good with it. But what I'm saying is I got respect for the Nightcrawlers. And, you know, the thing about it is after everything that went down with me for the East Coast, one of the Nightcrawlers was the one that reached out and apologized. I'm like, dude, that wasn't you. I ain't worried about that. Come on, man. I got I got thick skin. And yeah, I bring it up all the time because as it as it turns out, it is also something that was watched very closely by a lot of players in our league that felt that the disrespect was there. Right. And now they want to disrespect the players that are coming out here. So my thing is simple, man. Look, A7FL is A7FL nationwide. We're a family. But East Coast decided, and I told you guys at the beginning of this, right. I was going to talk shit. Well, here's me talking shit. At the beginning of, the, of, of that whole thing, you know, the East Coast was the ones that decided that they were going to break up that family with the disrespect that they had. Yet, it's funny, all the guys that we've ever had come on from the East Coast, we've shown them nothing but respect. Respect now, and love. Exactly. And so, while I'm saying that, don't get me wrong. You know, say what you want. Do what you want. The fact of the matter is, 
we're coming for that chip, whether you want it or not. And when you guys say, oh, well, you got to come out here and show us. Well, guess what? Where's the championship? Bullicity. Exactly. So you got to come out here since you guys are the champs. You got to come out here and show us what you're made of. And I can guarantee you, whatever team makes it, they're going to they're gonna put something on it. This is not going to be an easy route for any team. I don't care who it is. I don't care if it's a team from Vegas. I don't care if it's a team from back east. I don't care if it's the Nightcrawlers. And the reason why I point them out is because, let's face it, they probably have one of the easier routes to get to, um, to play in the championship. But... I'm not taking that. I'm not taking that as a down thing either, yeah, and, and they better not either. They're they're pretty right. damn good, but they still got to go through some of the uh, teams from back east. So, bottom line is, I want best on best. I want the best Vegas has to offer. So, every team, everybody out there who said I'm on one team or another, I'm not. I'm on Vegas. So, if you can't get with that, then I don't need to hear you. Just right. keep your mouth shut. I, I'm done with the whole yep. bullshit. Bottom line. Let's have some fun, man. Let's let's see what everybody's got. Speaking of some fun, let's let's go ahead and get into some fun the last twenty seven minutes here of this show. <laughs> and let's let's uh start to preview some of these games that are coming up that we haven't touched on yet. And I want to start with the preview of Sickwood versus the Aces out here out west. Wash. Because <laughs> of all I, I wanted to start with that one just because of all the trash that the Aces tried to talk and then they could barely beat our number six team. Well, so if you let the Hunters put up 26, 36, 36, 36 to 44, I believe, yeah. And you barely beat them by eight points. Wow. Sick when it averages 54 and a half points a game. Yeah. Only a point behind the Insomniacs who average a double nickel a game. Right. And you let the Hunters put up 36. You really think you have a chance? You really think six going to not put up thir- more than 36 points? I wait, mean, wait, wait. I'll play devil's advocate. Okay. Mm, we let them do it because we had nothing to play for. We knew that we were going to win the game. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of looking at the same, looking right. at it the same way yeah. going, really? Right. Right. But look, bottom line, look, if I'm going to, if I'm going to be real, the aces have, they have a shot. Any given Sunday. Oh, yeah. We absolutely. all know it. Any absolutely. given Sunday. No, no, but after, hold no, on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Let me, let me finish, man, before you <laughs> jump in. Let me finish. <laughs> <laughs> Scotty's like, Scotty's like, oh, hell no. Now, Scotty's that being said, passion. that being said, truly, they got a snowball's chance in hell. Right. And I, it, it, we haven't said anything. We yeah. haven't said, hey, what's the point differential? Nothing. No. I'm going to just call it now. I'm going to say sick with it wins this hands down. And I say that they, I'm going I'm to call it by 21. Oh, oh, yeah. I want to go next just because uh-huh. I like to get spicy. And of course and, you do. And, and I'm all with sick with it winning this game. I'm yeah. sorry, Aces. This is either going to be, I think this is going to be a combo of a long and a short day for you. Long because the scoreboard isn't going to be way, way one-sided and not in your favor. Short because this is going to be done by the end of the third quarter. Oh, mercy rule. He says mercy rule. Damn. Okay. Uh, this going to be a long ride home for them, huh? Uh-huh. I'm not going dis- to disagree with that, no. Uh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm with you, Casey. Mercy. I mean, after what we saw with them mercy. play the hunt, no, they, they can't, they can't come out is, here and be ready for something like this. Sick. Sick, sick is going to come out shooting. They're going to come out blitzing because they know once you stop, 
Now, I will say that the uh, the little kid they keep, uh, not kid, I apologize, youngster, but the, uh, the dude they keep calling Cooper Cup, the receiver out for the Aces, he's nice. He's cool, but he's only good when he's set up by the run. And Mallard is that really, like, Mallard's a great running back. Like, he's a, if you put him in a Vegas system, he'd be really good. But he's, he's good. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. He just doesn't have the linemen yeah. to do it. And I think, I think six, like, lineup after, like, the, after the game last week, they're going to want to put this to bed early. They don't oh, want to go through that again. I, I was just getting ready no. to say. They're, gonna, they're they, just going to go ahead and hit him as hard as they can, yeah. as often as they can. Like, we haven't seen a boomstick from, uh, from Mr. Quinn in, I think, two weeks. One of them we were right. off. Right. But just, just be ready. Right. Well, and, and that's what I was going to say. If six, or if the Aces would have had this game against Sick last week, maybe the score is a little different. But after Sick with it coming and stumbling out the blocks against the Force, do any of us here really think they're going to do that two weeks in a row? Uh-uh. I'm going to I'm going to channel my inner Viking real quick. Sick's going to come and playing <laughs> pissed the fuck off. That's what, that, for, for lack of a better term, they're going to come and playing pissed off because well, they're pissed off of how they started last week against the Force. And oh, also, uh, let me let me just say this too. Anybody out there that's going to say. Chris, really, 21 points? Mm-hmm. Look, man. Look, you're talking about the number one team from L.A. They've got, you know, they've got heart, too. They ain't just going to lay down for no. you. You got to put it on them. Just like any other team. This is, everybody knows, this is win or go home. And especially when they're driving up here to play and they're in the late game. Come on, man. They don't want to go home. They don't want to go home with somebody hanging an 80, 80 burger on them. Come on. But here, here's the thing. When when you go to the Aces, they've got who they call Cup over there. And then they've got Mallard. If you shut down Mallard and you have to rely on that all day, that gets shut down and you ain't got nothing. So they, they, they call they them Cup? Just put, they just going to put Southern on them. Really? They, yeah, but right. Hold on. Hold on. They got they got they call oh, them boy. Cup? Well, they, that they, must be one P. I'm just, I'm just gonna channel I'm just my. I'm just gonna channel my inner Bay Area fandom. Beat L.A. Yeah, <laughs> there you that go. Is, man, it's the only time don't. that you'll find me uh, agreeing with you. <laughs> <laughs> so, to start the East Coast matchups, we have the Watchmen versus the Animals. Now, when we first, when all this playoff started, I said the Animals was my dark horse mm-hmm. coming in. After watching them last week and the way they played the Renegades and fired on all cylinders, defense included. Yes. I still say they're my dark horse. And they, if they play like they played against the Renegades, they have a chance yes. against the Watchmen. Is against that also Watchmen. a snowball, snowball's much, chance in hell? How much film have you watched on the Watchmen? I've watched. I mean, I know what I, the I, Watchmen, no, I'm Watchmen have. I'm just asking because, but, like, I got called out by RTU. Shout out to RTU. Now you, I mean... You kind of let people disrespect us, but you got a cool little show. I, I can't hate on you for that. Uh, you got uh, this show, though. <laughs> look, I understand that. <laughs> no, but like I got called out because we did we did a whole segment about well, like the top teams from the East Coast. Right. We didn't even bring up the Watchmen, right? And well, what I've watched for I watched every single one of their games at least three times in the last week and a half. And yeah, these men fly to the ball. In a way, oh, no, I don't even... think we've seen in the A7 necessarily thus far. Oh, I would deny that. Them, they, they are all prototype A7 players. And if they can keep that composure down the line, man, yes. 
I don't know about upsetting them. That's going to be it's rough gonna be for tough. anybody. It's going to be a tough. I, did, I didn't tough say they would do it. Yeah, I just no, said I'm they're just, my dark horse. Because, and, oh, my God. After I did my homework, and, and that would be a exa- good one. I, wa- I, I watched some film, to too. Them. I but, would love But to some them. of what I got off of that film was there are certain scenarios they get into where it seems like they could go with their backup quarterback, which isn't even really a backup quarterback in any other team. He's a starting quarterback yeah. in Buck. Mm-hmm. They could they could rely on him and ha- have him at quarterback in certain positions and be more successful, but it almost seems like Buck doesn't trust himself enough or have enough confidence in himself to take control in those situations, and he leaves it on Gauze, and Gauze, while being, I mean, yeah, he's a baller, don't get me wrong, he's got some inconsistency there. There's some certain situations where I think Buck would step up and be a better quarterback if Buck would just trust himself a little more. So, and that's just from what I've seen watching film. So does that mean you are saying animals in the upset? I'm going to say this is going to be a nail-biter. It's going to come down to that extra point and who can, who can convert more than the others. You didn't answer my question. Yeah, but, <laughs> he did, he but did no. not. He avoided it. No, no, no. 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 He, he, he did the political <laughs> thing. Yeah, I did. I did. <laughs> he did the political <laughs> thing. I did. I stepped right here in <laughs> that mug. He's promoting the game is what yes, he's doing. Yes, yes. yes. He's, no, like, uh, he's like, what? Oh, which, one, which team? It's going to be a close game. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> um, it is. It's, it's hard to call that game because... If the animals show up that showed up against the Renegades, again, I think that team has a chance. But if they show up anything less, it's over. then it's over. Yeah. Okay. Well, dub. Close game, but I think it may come down to who makes the one bad player who forces the turnover wins the game. So, again. But, but I'm picking the Nightcrawlers. Was, wait, oh, wait, well, Nightcrawlers. We didn't talk about the Nightcrawlers, Wrong. Bronx, my bad. But I know yeah. I do. Animal actually, Watchmen? actually, we, I would have done watch- that with a smile. This <laughs> and, and meant it. I meant to say the Watchmen. I'm sorry. The Watchmen, the Watchmen I, I, yeah. for some reason, they're not even close. But the Watchmen and the Nightcrawlers, I don't know what it is. Like I get them mixed up in my head. I really do. But they don't even necessarily. Actually, play I thought Dub was being funny. I'm like, he's like, yeah. Casey can yeah, call it. I'm gonna do the same thing. Watchmen, or excuse me, Nightcrawlers. Well, wait a minute. We're not talking about them. Right no, I, now. <laughs> I, will, I will go ahead and call it because on my bracket I have it. Okay. Watchmen and Ooh. BIC hey, in, in that East, East, in the East final. I, okay. You know what? As, as much trash as I talked to G-Dub, he just did bring up a good point. I would, I agree with him. He said he would like to see BIC versus Nightcrawlers just because worthy at wide receiver DRC at corner yeah, would gets, be so much yeah. fun for the league. Oh, it would. And I, and I think worthy cooks him. Really? Ooh. I think Worthy cooks Ooh. him. I think David wow. could cook him and Spencer could cook him. And uh, you want me to be so serious? Munchie and Palmer could both cook him. Ooh. Calling it out. Okay. Yeah, no, they would route him up for sure. Like, he he couldn't stop him the whole game. There's no way. Calling so, him out. Oh, I, will wow. say, I will say Watchmen by he, two. Although, he, I'll yeah. call that and say Watchmen by two. Watchmen I think that's, by two. Duh. Watchmen by four. You already, called, you already called Watchmen, Yeah, right? I did. I'll, did I'll you want to say a score? I'll say by a touchdown. Okay. Scotty, I'm gonna just say Watchmen. <laughs> I'm not giving no because every time I do it, I'm wrong. I, I haven't well, that's, picked that's one right. That's the joy. That's the joy. Fine. You Watchmen keep by the fourteen. Going. Watchmen by fourteen. All right. Because Almost. I think I think they know they're winning and they pull back. Mm. Mm. Okay. I'm gonna I'm call it Watchmen by twenty. Mm. All right. And the next game, 
we have is the BIC and Patterson U. Ooh, that now one. There's a, a game. For rematches right there's there. There's a game. If they give us anything that they did back in week three in that 26-20 game. Right. Where it, Patterson we're, we're, got the revenge. We're, we're in for a barn burner for Dude, sure. This game, this game I think is going to be the game of the weekend. Yes. yes so, absolutely. Yeah, Hands you know, down. All I can tell you, anybody who's watching, get your popcorn ready. So who's going to dub? You going first, man. I'm yeah. just going to go around. I'm going to go around. Yeah. <laughs> Dub's like, dude, really? Can no, I go no, last? No, no, not because of that. It's just heavy is the head that wears the crown. Yeah. And as Ric Flair said so many times, to be the man, you, you have to beat the man. the man. I agree. And yes, this, is, this rivalry is the foundation and the pillar of this league. Oh, for oh, absolutely. Sure. So, and, and, and from that standpoint, I'm hoping that sick and insomniacs with what they gave us in week one. I hope that could be the pillar for the rivalry here on the West Coast. Dude, I hope. I uh, uh, Let me just say this. I'm just going to say it. And then you, I'm going to let you go ahead and, and go ahead and make your pick. Rivalry. But I will tell you this right now. I'm hoping that sick and the insomniacs, no player leaves and goes anywhere. I, I want to see them stay I as agree. a team. Yes, both yes, of these guys, yes. both these teams stay just as is because you're right. We are going to have a battle every single friggin' year, yeah. and I can't wait for it. But anyway, go ahead. No, but I'm I'm just saying it. It, it <laughs> I like how Patterson, you got the up, came back, I got the win in week three, but it's <laughs> it's hard to beat a team twice I in was, a season. It really is. Yeah, I think is. it's going to be a close game, but because they are the champs, it's it, until you beat them. Heavy as they had the worst ground, I got BIC by a touchdown. Man, you know, you know, people are going to say you on BIC's nuts because no, no, I mean no, that's right. what they said about yeah, us yeah. with the force. <clears throat> yeah. Even though they were the champs, and we're right. just saying that they're you know until but, you beat the champ, but you have to beat them. Yes, yeah, you, you, you got to beat them. Yeah. Yes. I'll, I'll go next because I was I was. Well, hold on, hold on, no, no, you going last? It's, yeah. it's was, Vikings uh, turn, like, man. Come on, like don't don't try to pull it out. <laughs> don't try to pull. No, man, don't uh, Ross Perot no, this. You ain't pulling out just yet. Man, Go ahead. look, check this out. If, if there's one thing you you about to learn about me, I do not pull out. <laughs> check this out. Tongue or anything else. <laughs> I am all insertion. No, Face down, no ass up. Out. Anyway, go ahead. Anyway, Scotty. Uh, no, I'm going to go ahead and say BIC. Damn. Oh, After all that. All- no, just because, just because Patterson, you like won the game earlier this season, I think BIC is going to come on really hammering. And I, I because I've been doing my doing my homework, because I've been doing my homework, like, I definitely, I, I think that the O-line is going to make the difference for BIC in this game. Look, I've said it before and I'll say it again. Trenches make a difference. Mm-hmm. I don't care whether you offense or defense, trenches make a difference. And my curiosity has me with this game only because of this. We know that Patterson U put it back on BIC. Yeah. And I know that they've gone back and forth. So I'm going to go with BIC as well. And if I had to go with a point differential, I'm going to put it up by three because I don't think this game is going to be a huge difference in points. And I think that it's going to be really one of the trenches. Yes, it's It's going to be the best dog fight over the weekend. Oh, absolutely. And I was was right on task with what you were saying because my thought was West Coast earlier (laughs) before the show when I was thinking that, it's hard to beat a team twice, and you've already done it once. And with that, I, that's why I do have to go BIC, and I'm much along the line of Chris. I, I don't believe it's going to be three. I believe it's going to, like it did in the championship, it come down to that extra point. 
of who could convert and who couldn't. Yep. And but literally it, came down to to the one yard line or the goal line but here's to make the difference. I think it's BIC by the goal line. That uh, Jordan G Dub just said. Uh, the U has made it to the last four straight championship games. Does that streak in? Which apparently, if we're if we're predicting, it says yes. That would be yes. 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 So that is a good question, man. And I I didn't know that. So yeah. when we start looking at Patterson, you I mean, let's be real. They get it They're done. A in, good team, and they get it done when yeah. it matters the most. For exactly. Sure. And I'm a I'm I'm not going to sleep on them because between them and BIC, when it comes to the trenches coming from the East Coast, you're talking about two of the top teams. Whether it's defense or whether it's offense, they've got the defensive and offensive lines that you really better pay attention to. Because if you don't, you're going to get worked. Well, and I think that's why nobody here is calling this game like we have the others. It being 14 or 20 or no. 7, we're thinking 2 or 3 yeah. or 5. Like It's going to be something weird because these teams have that knack of it literally comes down to the goal line almost every time they meet. Yeah, your house better get ready. So what's the next game? The next game we have is the Nightcrawlers versus the Orange. Nightcrawlers with newly acquired, so to speak, DRC, who hasn't played with them since week three. Scotty, you're up first, bro. Well, I mean, DRC is going to make a difference until they get later into the playoffs. I, I just think that it, it's a different type of game, man. I don't, I don't know. I, I think they definitely win. You know what I mean? I just don't know how much farther they're going to get after that. Because what, what's their... I, I mean, I know we're talking about this game right now, but I, I feel like they kind of got to walk in this one. They have an easy route in. They, yeah. they have an easy route in. So, not, saying, not saying that the game can't be close or anything yeah. like that. I'm just saying well, that between the athleticism on. and the coaching, they're going to... But hold on, man. Let, let's, let's be real. Nightcrawler's record is what? 4-0. 4-0. Yeah. And the orange is what? 1-3? Sounds about right. I believe so, yeah, but they beat the Ghosts. Okay. Last they week. beat the Ghosts. They put up a 40 burger. Yeah, they okay. put up a 40 burger. So I'm going to call Nightcrawlers. I'm going to call my boy from the Nightcrawlers. I'm going to tell him, hey, if you didn't listen to the podcast, I got you by 40. Mm. Yes, I said it. Got you by 40. Well, I don't think you're wrong with that. I honestly don't. I mean, I'm look. I looked at that matchup, and I was kind of surprised the Orange even pulled it out against the Ghost, or yeah, against the Ghosts, like they did, because a lot of people I think had the Ghosts kind of favored in that game a little bit. I don't think they bring it against the Nightcrawlers. I think the Nightcrawlers forty plus. I'm just going to say that they could very easily, if they play the right game, have this done by the end of the third. Mercy rule. Yeah. Next game? I didn't make a prediction yet. Oh, sorry. My bad. Oh, my bad. Dude, Dub, that's, even though I kind of gave it away the last segment. Yeah. <laughs> but ball like, head to ball head. My exact, bad. Hey, my to, bad, bro. Shine to shine. No yes, problem. Yes, my bad. So the two games they played, combined score 118 to um, 20. 60, no, no. Oh, 118, okay. <laughs> 118 to 57, the two games they played. It's going to be pretty much the same. I already, already gave my prediction. Last segment, so I don't have to say it again. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Already there. All right. One more thing I wanted to discuss now that we've kind of gotten the picks out of the way for the seriousness of it. Is there any team. Did we get get them all out? Well, we. We we, didn't talk about Insomniacs. No, we. I guess we we didn't. We did not talk about the Insomniacs and OTT. How do we think that game is going to go? Oh, damn. I'm first. Yeah, you're first. Damn it. Uh, Look. 
I ain't going to lie. Insomniacs are going to win. The question mark is, you know, because of the heart. How much? I, 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 this is, look, don't, don't ask me that looking at me all serious when you didn't, you had, you had, you had some games you didn't talk about point scores. So I'm not going to talk about points. I'm not going to talk about points. All I'm going to say is the heart of OTT beat strong, but insomniacs, man, they are on a mission. And I want everybody out there who's listening to understand that they are on a mission. Munch told me that. James told me that. Everybody's told me that. Oh, Mac, yeah. bro, love you to death. You even told me that. Right. They are on a mission. Their mission doesn't stop until they win the national championship. I don't understand even think it stops that. There, really. So I mean, <clears throat> no, they want to win multiples. multiples. Yes. This is this is no joke to them. No, this isn't fun and games to them. No, this, this is, is serious. They this is be serious. The, they want to be the 72 Dolphins of the A7 They do. They they are the team that I'm not going to sit here and tell you anything bad about. What I'm going to sit here and tell you is OTT's got heart, but Insomniacs are going to win that game. Period. Yeah. 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 Nope. I don't Casey? disagree. Yeah, no. I mean, I Casey, you're up. I don't. Man. I don't. I mean, but, but I will. I will go ahead and put what I think a point differential will be. I think this is going to be closer than what some may think, just because, like you said, the heart of OTT beats strong. They've shown they can put up points. They haven't shown that they can do so so well against a team like the Insomniacs. But I think seeing them earlier in the season and having that familiarity, I can see Insomniacs by twenty-one. Twenty-one. Yeah. Did it pain you to type that name in? What? What you just typed, dude? <laughs> can I? Can I just say this? Go ahead, man. Let's, I know. Let, I know. We're trying. I know. We're trying to. There. We're trying to clean this up. But fuck. Did that hurt me? Yeah. Hell yeah, that hurt me. Okay. Yeah. Okay. There's only one Sin City. Okay. Yeah. There's. And by one. the way, that's my other bet. If we go to Cincinnati, if we go to Cleveland and win. Cincinnati's got to change the damn name. I ain't playing. There's only one Sin City in, in America, and yeah, that's, like that's Las Vegas. We've anyway. been in Sin City. I mean, I get it. It makes sense because it's Cincinnati. I, I mean, I, it's cool, but we had it first. Like, that's weird. Derek wants to know what happens if they win. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm laughing. Shot, I'm laughing for one reason because they every time we win. talk about it, he's like, "Don't bring my name up. Just read what you said. What you got on the phone." <laughs> I'm just gonna say it. I'm just gonna say it because that was funny to me. Anyway, um, what happens if they win? They're not. They can they're still not. take they're the damn not. name they're off not. and figure out something else because there's only one sin they're, fucking city. Get it right. They don't have nothing for us. <laughs> no, they no. don't have nothing for us. We ain't like. I don't think anybody has an Ohio whole, team going. So Vegas as a whole is concerned, has nothing to worry about. Well, so here's my question. If these. if what's up? If the Insomniacs do run the table, let's just say that's just hypothetical. Okay. If the Insomniacs run the table, why do they have to go to Ohio if they have the better record than whoever Ohio's representing? It's just the way they put it down just from A seven. But yeah. I'm okay. hoping I'm hoping that next year hoping. And this is when we go back to uh, nationals from um, fall season. I'm hoping that records mean something. Right. And it starts making teams travel 
where they should rather than the opposite. Right. Right. Where one, it's just number set. one should stay home. Exactly. That's for sure. Exactly. And play at home through the playoffs. You got it. Because there's a reason why they were number one throughout the whole season. And that's the Insomniacs. So not only are they number one, but they're number one nationally. So you want to beat the you want to beat the champ? Like you said, you want to be the man, you gotta beat the man. You gotta beat the man. Well, guess what? The man is six and oh right now. Next. Well, hold on. Yeah, I mean, I get what you're saying, but to to beat, to actually beat a man, number one ranking doesn't make you the man. Yeah, but mm. number one ranking doesn't make you the man. A championship. Championship. Does. Does. No, I get that. So, I get that. I get so that. But you, if you're six, if man, you got to beat BIC. Okay, but if you're six and zero, and BIC's six and one, five and one, then that's awesome. Until you got that belt and that ring, it does not matter. Facts. It doesn't matter. What's ask, the, ask the Patriots. It doesn't matter. What's the next one? I, I was just going to ask one more real quick question before we started to wrap things up here, and that was. Do we feel like there is anybody that could pull off the upset this weekend? And if so, who do we feel that is most likely to be? Damn, it got quiet. Everybody is just like, eh. I've said the animals, and I feel like it's the animals. For an upset type thing, I think it would be the animals. Yeah. Yeah. If somebody's, if it's going to happen, it's going to be them. I I really don't think that there's another team out Mm. there that truly can pull up the offs the upset. I really don't. I mean, unless I'm punch drunk and I'm last time I checked I'm not. Regular um, drunk. or just regular drunk. Yeah, that that could be the possibility too. But fact of the matter is I don't think there's a team out there right now, the way this thing is set up, that can pull up the offset. The offset? Wow. Upset. The upset. Maybe I am drunk. <laughs> Just a little bit. Hey. Penalties do offset from time to time. They do. Yes, they do. Yes, yes they, they do. do. So, but I think with that, I think we're all in agreement. It would be it would be animals, and that's the one it looks like on that makes the most sense. Because honestly, if Patterson beats BIC, is that really an upset? No, no it's no. not. I think so so, I so that's why I, when I said upset, that's why I put it like that upset. It would just enhance the rivalry if it happened again. Nope. So, God, can you imagine what would happen next does. year? Let's Man. go. Around, <laughs> let's go around the table real quick. Parting shots before we end the show up. Start with you, Dub. Well, starting this Sunday, we're going to bring you a new outlet to the East NFL. It's called A711, which means it's our own version of NFL primetime, NFL game day final, giving you highlights from the action that is the A7 NFL. So we're going to be located at the famous Westgate inside the wonderful largest sportsbook in the world. A711 Sunday. Check your local listings for highlights. Nice. Scott? Man, look, it's it's all love, man. A7, Vegas versus everybody. Man, let, let's go out here. Man, bring this chip home. Like, I, I don't care about anything else, man. I love all of you. Everybody, every single person that laces up with an A7 jersey, I got a lot of love for you. But Vegas is all that really fucking matters. Let's be honest. That was very passionate. What about you, Mr. Vera? Uh, I've got to look at things through Rose lenses sometime, being the uh, division manager. So I got to thank all the teams that have played to this point. Thank you all for what you've done and bringing up this league. But at the end of the day, what matters the most is the playoffs and the championship. So... Good luck to all the teams that are left in the in the uh, playoffs. But I will reiterate what the Vikings said, Vegas versus everyone, and I will always have my boys back. So 
If it ain't a Vegas team, it don't matter to me. All right. And for me, I'm going to say this. I I feel like we are on a train wreck course for sick and insomniac pre-match oh, for the Ooh. West Championship. Give it to me. I yes. feel like we're on a crash course for a Watchmen <laughs> versus Nightcrawlers East Championship. This is going to blow some minds. That game is going to blow some minds. Because I don't think either team is ready for the changes that the other team has made. I think, and, I think, and and seriously, that's going to be what that's going to be a, a what backfire I'm, in a cannon. That's going to be crazy. And what I'm even more excited for is that game. I'm going to be watching it as a fan because I'm going to be selling fireworks in Louisiana on that game day. So I will not be around. I will actually get to watch fireworks it enjoy it. Louisiana. Shout out, shout out to yes. my high school coach yes. Sean Patton, who's out there watching to me, man. I almost didn't shout him out, yeah. man. He's but been a bunch of comments. I go out there every summer coach. to do fireworks, so that's where I'll be at. So I'll actually get to be a fan of that game, which will be a good game to be a fan of. Well, I'll hold the fort down for you. I appreciate that. Y'all have fun. <laughs> and that's going to wrap it up for us. Until next time, we will see you on the other side of the ball. Peace. Gang, gang. Team over everything. No pads, no helmets, no problem.